Hello, podcast land. This is a wise notary podcast, and I'm opening and getting to it my notary and signing agent journey that I started in February 2021. I'm out here in the Bay Area in California, so I have a little bit of a different perspective as far as that goes. And I think that this podcast is going to be a resource for those who are in California um, and also just for notary signing agents in general. And let's just start it off. I took my test in February. It took a long time to get my results. I don't think I got my results until April. And then I did not file everything as far as my bond and my ENO insurance with the county, not until May. And I took my first signing in June. So it is pretty spread out. Um, it just took a lot of time to collect everything. And then there was like a lull when you don't know if you passed your test or not. You kind of don't know when to take the signing agent course, um, kind of what your focus should be. If I could do it all over again, I would recommend if you're already committing to taking the test and trying to pass that, that you should definitely start a signing a loan signing agent course. Um, I took the loan signing system. I will make another video in regards to that training, probably after this one, a video, a podcast. Um, as far as like what I kind of, I guess my review of that training. And um, anyway, so... Now it is August, what are we, August 5th, and I have done a total of 40 signings. I am working part-time out here. I do have a full-time job and some other kind of hustles on the side, so um, you know that's just that perspective, but this is definitely something that you can do part-time, but I will say that will really limit kind of what signings you can take because you know there is time that, you know, take printing documents, driving there, even, you know, getting the signings when they get popped up from these signing agencies. So from the beginning, for the test, read your handbook, your state handbook, read it all the way through and really pay attention to, at least for me on my test, was the fees that are fines that are associated with kind of misconduct. Uh, if it's a felony or if it's a misdemeanor kind of stuff, those are on the test for sure. So it's not just, you know, what's an acknowledgement and what's a jurad and when to do this and that. Definitely have has those questions, but it goes into detail enough to remember what fees and fines, misdemeanors and the kind of the legalities of being a notary. So that's what I would recommend. I know plenty of people who have failed and had to take it again. I literally thought I was going to fail. I'm still surprised that I passed that test because it was tough. But um, that is not even the hardest part, I don't think. And then when you're wait, it's that waiting period to be patient because I definitely felt like, okay, I'm never going to become a notary signing agent based on how long it takes to get your test results back. But it depends on what course you go to. So there are courses that you take the, the course in a day and you take both exams. I just don't learn like that. I actually have to sit and write things down and really understand what I'm, you know, consuming, so to speak. So, um, I I took the course online through Notary Training Center. It was like $45. And then I went and took the test. The test is like another, I think it's another $50. I'll have to double check. And then, yeah. And then you start adding up all these fees and costs. 
you know, finding your printer, especially during times like this, you know, we're kind of still in COVID. Um, finding a dual chair printer, they are sold out everywhere. I found mine off of Facebook Marketplace. And for the most part, it works right. Unfortunately, there is something where it jams every once in a while. I don't know if it's the printer, if it's my MacBook, or if it's the formatting of the documents or a combination of all those things. But if you're starting, um, it's funny because Macs are great. But as far as your Mac talking to a brother printer or scanner, for the most part, it's fine. But from my understanding, when you're printing legal and letter, excuse me, on a dual tray printer, um, it sometimes just doesn't work. So fortunately, some signing companies allow you to print all on legal, which has gotten me by, or I've had to literally print from my phone and, you know, kind of filter, okay, these are all letter, I'll print these. And then you print all the legal and kind of sort it that way. Um, so you don't have to have a dual tray printer, but it definitely helps when the, everything works smoothly and the formatting of the documents and everything, and it prints perfectly, no issues. It's a breeze. But in the beginning, when I was first started, I was having all kinds of issues with my printer. I wasted so much paper. And that's just a cost that you have to kind of endure in the beginning as well. It's like all that paper, all that toner, you know, making sure that you have toner and a drum, you know, kind of ready to go and paper, extra paper on the side. And then I think another thing to consider is that there are a lot of companies that are requiring scan backs. I think with the amount of new notaries that came in, they had a lot of issues with documents being incomplete. And so now they require scan backs. Um, and so I would say for my first probably 10 signings, they all required scan backs. So they don't talk about that a lot. I'll probably mention that again in another episode. But, you know, those are like the little things that kind of came up when it kind of delayed me, I think, when I started signing. So um, my first signing was like a partial. It was $40. And uh, I literally just had to collect these uh, signatures from these parents who were the power of attorney for their son who was in the military. And this was like the third or fourth time they've had to sign it. And it was because they had to sign exactly as the trust, or sorry, as the trust, as, as the power of attorney statement says underneath the signature line and not all signings are like that but um, I printed extra copies they actually blew through all my copies we got the signing done it was fine but that was my first one so that was a nice easy way to enter and I actually I think I received that assignment from notary go and then um, after that I just I started having regular signings um, my lowest ones I've taken that is like a full like refi signing was I think 60 or $70. And everyone I know says you shouldn't be taking low signings. You're right. But when you first start, you kind of have to show these companies that you are worthy of anything higher than that. And I, I think that this is really true because now that I've been doing signings for the past two months, now I'm not offered a low $60 offers, almost like partials, which are like 45 pages. Usually they're local. I'll do them. It's fine. But now I, I don't get those offers. I'm getting anywhere from the 80 to $125 offers. So you do kind of have to put in your work at first. And doing it part-time, I made $1,000 my first month, the second month, the same thing. I actually took like weeks of vacation on both of those months. So um, I think that's kind of limited. I'm hoping this August month that I'll be making a lot more. Um, I have certain goals that I'm setting for that. 
but it the, you can do it part time and make a good amount of money. The downside is that investment that upfront cost is not I think as cheap as they say. I think I've seen numbers anywhere from like you know 500 to 1000 to 1500. Um so far over 2 months of doing loan signings, having all the mess up paper, you know, going through a bunch of paper and toner, I've spent close to 3500. Um, I wouldn't say that's the startup cost, but that's to keep me going this long. It's been about 3,500 and I have enough paper, I think to go through the next month. I'm assuming I'll have to buy toner again pretty soon. Cause I would almost say it's about six weeks worth of signing. You're in part time, mind you, you're that's, you know, how much toner you could go through. So I've gone through one thing of toner and with six weeks worth of signings, but that's about 40 signings. So, and that's a lot because some of these signings are anywhere from 110 to 155 pages and that's for one set and you always have to print two sets. So you're printing close to 300 pages per signing, okay? Um, So there is a big upfront cost. I haven't made my money back yet. I think probably after the next couple months, I'll definitely make it back and start actually generate generating income. But these are just things to consider. It does cost a lot to start. Um, and you kind of buy things in bits and pieces. So it is easier. You don't need everything up front because of how long your testing takes, how long it's going to take you to finish a loan signing course, um, things like that. Because you are also waiting for a background check after you're done with your test. That's another thing that takes a long time. You know, that's you take your test. Okay, you wait for your exams. Okay, you pass. Now you can go get your background check. You know, it's it's a it's a process, and uh, once you go to the county and get your stamp, you're you know you're fine. But you can't go purchase a stamp until you have filed with the county. So it's that kind of delayed process. But you can use all those delays to kind of you know gather up funds to buy your equipment. And then there's other great resources like if you use um, any of those payment programs where you can like break your payments into four four over a course of a month or two, um, depending on what they're offering or if you can throw it on a credit card, you know. Um, but yeah, would I recommend it? Yes, I'm going to say that yes for right now because it has, I have generated income for it. It's just not... I'm still in the negative. So it's like, oh, you know, is it worth it? I will say it's really frustrating to have issues with formatting and printing because you'll try to reach out to whoever gave you it and the, you know, the lender and they're like, there's nothing wrong with the file, you know, or they're like, well, and I'm like, this is the only lender I have issues with. And there is, there's like two lenders that I know when I get those signings, I'm like, oh my gosh, the printing is going to be such a pain in the butt. It's not something I can like jump from work, go home, print and jump to a signing sometimes because I don't know. And now I have like a process down so I know, but it's going to take me a little bit. There was one time I was having so much issues. It was taking me 45 minutes to print documents and it was really frustrating. Um, but what tip, and I'll mention this tip probably multiple times, is that if your documents are getting cut off, the legal paper, like on legal paper, it's cutting off barcodes. You need to flip the PDF upside down and then print it and it won't cut anything off. Oh my gosh, that was a freaking lifesaver. That was like a huge like time relief because I didn't know how or what, but I was cutting off margins and it was making me so upset. But anyways, um, yeah, there's a lot of driving that's involved, okay? A lot of signings are anywhere for me, usually 
20 to 45 miles away. I live in the Bay Area, but a lot of signings are, say, in San Francisco or in, uh, there's a lot in like Petaluma, Sonoma, Marin. So you are driving to them. I, I'll say there's local ones that pop up, but really it's probably under five a month that are actual local signings and good luck getting them. Um, but there's plenty, plenty, plenty of work. They say it's oversaturated. It is. If you're trying to sign up for ones that people recommend, uh, sign up for signing agencies that people recommend, such as Amarok, and you live in Northern California, they are. They said they're oversaturated. Call them in three to six months and see if there's time or you know if there's uh, room for you because they have they're oversaturated. And that was the same thing. There's another big company. It's the same exact thing. You're like, wow, like those are the big payers. Notary Go, um, Snapdocs. Loan closers, signature. Oh my gosh, is this signature closers? <laughs> um, and signing order will give you will have you will have signings with them. But otherwise, there's really you know a lot of them are not taking more notaries right now, notary signing agents. So I have not done direct work yet. I'm still, I feel like still learning. I haven't. I've done one or two seller packages. I've mostly done refis, partials, HELOCs, and that's just the market right now. Uh, you know, I don't know what to expect once everything kind of lulls out. If that ever happens, or if the you know depending on the real estate market, I don't know. Who knows how the business will play out, but this is just one of my many hustles that I thought would be good for me, and it has been. It is fairly easy once you get the swing of things, but um, so far that that cost is it's up there, and especially if you live in California, gas is not cheap. We have a lot of tolls out here in the Bay Area. Those things add up, and traffic time... So you really do have to break down that fee. You know, those $60 signings are no longer worth it if they're, you know, uh, or, you know, you can't, I'm not going to leave the house for $60 most times. And and at first you're like, well, you know, money is better than no money, right? You're right. But when it starts making it where, you know, you're gone, you're spending three hours of your day and you're breaking down $60 plus, you know, equipment and mileage and everything, you're kind of... It's like uh, breaking a little even. So, I mean, there's there's ways to look at it and about it. If I really have nothing going on and I'm, you know, I'm busy doing a bunch of signings, I'll, I'll add on, you know, a quick $60 signing. It just depends. Um, direct work, I haven't reached out because I am part-time. I plan to be full-time, but I don't want to reach out and be like, hey, I'm this notary in this area. And they call me for signings and I'm never available. My full-time job is actually very busy right now, too, so... It's just not a good time for me to be reaching out to direct. And especially since I've only been doing signings for the past two months. So, and another thing to consider is there's a net 30, net 45. Some some agencies, you say you did a bunch of signings in June, you invoice in July, and you actually sometimes don't get paid until end of July, August. You know, so it's like, whoa, like that's a long time not to get paid. Um, I can say right now I've only collected about a thousand dollars of my signings, like the amount of money. Um, but the signing companies owe me total about sixteen hundred. So it's like, whoa, you know, like that's pretty significant to think that, you know, they're just kind of 
they have to wait. I mean, you just have to wait to be invoiced. And so I think once the cycle is moving and going and you're getting your checks and, you know, things are fine, it's good. But you can't expect that money to be like upfront. I've seen this one training and uh, these ads on YouTube for this guy. I don't know who he is, um, who he's, you know, saying training and it's he's like, it's cash in your hands. And I was like, but it's it's really not. The signers are not giving you cash. The signers aren't paying you directly, okay? The lenders are, or the title companies, or whoever you're getting your business through, the agencies. Yeah, there's no one giving you cash directly, okay? Um, maybe if you're doing actual like notary work and like people you know are coming to you and they're paying you cash, that's different. But you know, you know, notaries don't make tons of money off of just signings. But there is good general notary work, you know. So like, don't poo-poo that at all. But it's just things. I, uh, 30 minute, oh my gosh, 30 minute signings is also not a thing if you live in California. Okay. That, I don't care what anyone says. They do not take 30 minutes, especially if you're doing any refi package. Maybe a HELOC will take 30 minutes, but it really depends on the lender because some lenders have the borrowers fill out like these they almost look like job applications and it's it's information, personal information about their occupations last 10 years, residencies last 10 years. Sometimes they make them do the trust certification again, the PCOR, which yes, is intimidating, but it's to the point really. Um, those documents take the borrowers quite a bit of time because they are filling this out. You're not like, hey, okay, this is it and sign it. No, they need to sit there and fill it out. And sometimes they're like, oh, let me go find this so I can put this in because some of them want it to be accurate. They don't want their loans being pushed back or being later so you know it's that's just the stuff you have to think about and consider is yeah there's you know other things going on with as far as 30 minute signings I, that's it's ridiculous because not only do some of the lenders have those kinds of documents and there are say hundreds and fifty pages yes you can point and describe and let people sign that that part is easy when they get to those documents where they have to write things in themselves and then you're over there writing in line for line for each thing that you stamp. If there's two signers, that's two lines for every page that you stamp. And most packages are maybe six to, I think, no more than 10 stamps. Um, and if there's two signers, that's 12 lines. And everyone's going to be like, wait, what do you mean? In California, in your notary journal where you're you know writing down what you stamped, you have to put their name their driver's license information what you are stamping and they have to sign each of those lines it's not one line per signing it's one line per stamp i guess if that's how you describe it so for example if there are six stamps and there's two signers that are you know belong on those documents that's 12 lines that you're writing their name their address their date of birth the expiration date the issuance date on every single line okay and that is time consuming i don't care what there's you can't there you're okay flipping through that you know giving them okay sign there okay okay and then you're doing maybe it's i've gotten faster i can probably do it in about an hour but there's just no way if they have those extra documents where it's like a trust certification and they want all their contact pertinent contact information and they want them to write Sometimes the owner affidavits take a long time. Occupant, you know, it, those are time consuming for the borrowers. And there's no way you can rush them through it other than helping like talk to them about what the line items are if they have questions. 
and I and I try to tell them I usually save them for the end too so that while they're filling those out I'm quickly writing in my line you know the line items so that they can sign and stamp uh you know get their thumbprint at the end but that I think the whole process right there is at least minimum 10 minutes so even if you got them through all their signatures in 30 that's another 10 and then you have to have them sign again another you know another five so it's like we're at 45 minutes already and I just really want to debunk that right now. If you're a California notary and you're doing it in 30 minutes, Jesus, I don't know how you're doing that. Because I don't know if that's just part of the game with some of these loan signing agencies that you're getting these like fat loan packages that are, you know, 155 pages. But they're signing quite a bit. And sometimes they're signing, you know, the notice of right to cancel three times and there's a trust. So then that's really six times and there's, you know, two of them. So that's, you know, 12. It's, it, it's a lot. And I have talked to someone who has had a notary who, so she was like, yeah, my, my signing agent was trying to rush me. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? And she's, and she's like, well, he told us that it would only take 30 minutes. And then he proceeded to rush them when they wanted to review documents. And he kept looking at the time and all these things. And she's like, it made me feel really uncomfortable where I didn't, I was kind of concerned about what I was signing. And I was like, ah, see, that's why. Yes, you can do it in 30 minutes. But sometimes these signers want to look at the documents and make sure what's on there is accurate. Okay. No matter if you describe it to them and they sign away and stuff. I've had quick signings that have taken 30 minutes because it's like they've already seen the documents uh, this is not their first rodeo kind of thing, but I've had plenty that are, ti- they're time consuming. It's just time consuming. It's a lot of paperwork. You can put it however order you want, but there's no way there's just you can't go th- move that quickly. It just is you can't, I, I don't know what else to tell you, you know? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I need to mention about, just starting out in that journey. Um, I'm going to make some more episodes, especially talking about like different tips and tricks and, you know, things like that. But this is the first one. Thanks for listening, you guys. All right. Have a good day and good luck.